You are listening to Girl Health Co. Radio, episode 10, Straight Talk with Dabble Co. Hey, y'all, it's Brooks. Today's episode is with my sweet friend, Claire O'Brien, who's also a former Georgia gal who now lives in Charleston and founded literally my favorite women's healthcare hub on social media. It's called Dabble Co. She highlights providers who are in their own niche, whether that be dermatology, cardiology, reproductive endocrinology, gynecology, all the things, honestly, on her page. And so you can literally find and follow experts in their fields right from her social media account, which I love. Anyway, I call it straight talk because we literally shoot it straight. Claire is a gracious, sweet, precious Southern girl who absolutely shoots it straight. And that's what I love about her. And that's what today's episode basically is. We talk about her brain surgery and what that looked like for her over the past year. We talk about real stuff when it comes to skincare products and what you should spend your money on. We talk about all of our favorite things and so much more. So I will say this episode was sort of on the whim a little bit. I did not have my typical equipment when it comes to um, recording a podcast because I met her in Charleston and tried to do this sort of unconventional. So the audio is pretty rough in a lot of spots. So I did have to honestly just cut out some of the things that were just way too hard to listen to when it came to the audio on here. And I just basically reiterated some of the things that she said throughout this podcast. So I apologize for some of the areas where there is some echo. I know that's super frustrating as a listener, but I didn't want to discount and delete this episode altogether because it's so good. And I'm going to have to get Claire on here again when I have all of my equipment and we can do this right. But literally for now, we're going to go with it and I still think you're going to love it. Okay. Here's Claire. Hey. Oh no, that sounds good. I think so too. Okay. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so I have Claire O'Brien today from Dabble Co. with me. I've been wanting to interview you since I started this podcast because I just think you're the coolest person in the whole world. Well, thank you, you're sweet angel. And beautiful and smart and all the things. And so, anyway. Oh, my gosh. Me you can me. interview me anytime, Brooks. <laughs> that was, now I feel good about Just telling myself. the truth. So I am an adult nurse practitioner. Um, I went to College of Charleston, stayed, and went to MUSC, which is Medical University of South Carolina, um, for nursing school and then the NP program. Married my husband, um, gosh, about nine years ago. We have two girls. They're two and four. Um, and I worked in a cancer practice for about 10 years. And now I'm doing dabble and um, also joined a practice called the Skin Click. And we do concierge aesthetics, which is really fun, um, very lighthearted, very different than cancer, obviously. Um, and it's just better for my life at this point. So that's what I'm doing. I took a hard left, hard, hard left. 
Well, sometimes a hard left is a really good thing, especially yeah. for yeah. this season of yes. life that you're in. And yeah. especially for what you just walked through. Yeah. Year. Yeah. But I mean, I still, I was working even through that. I had brain surgery last year in March. Uh, it's been a, bit, a year. Um, but my job was really awesome about it. They were really sweet about it. And, and what's funny is, you know, just God's timing. Like if I had not been in that job, instead of getting diagnosed in maybe six months, I mean, it could have taken me 10 years. So I had, I have a really rare, um, congenital, I guess what you call it, like a bone issue where my skull base, which is kind of, if you think about like your sinuses, it's kind of to the side of your sinuses, almost where your ear is. So my skull base is too thin. And I had something called a superior canal dehiscence, which is where the bone literally like split open. Um, And so brain was pushing out of the skull and into my inner ear. So I had symptoms, I mean, for years that I just didn't even, I didn't even know that that was a symptom of anything. So it started, I could hear my heartbeat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I thought... I mean, I just thought I was like crushing my workouts. I don't know. I just was like, yeah, I, I didn't, I had no idea. I mean, and there's so many things that, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. And we never yeah. learned about that in school. It's such a rare thing. I mean, even when I told my husband, who's a physician, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So that was kind of how it started. And then, you know, I had headaches occasionally and just kind of some other weird things like my balance wasn't great. And um, but it, it, nothing ever really bothered me. My, my hearing kind of started to get a little worse. And I had actually, when I started working in ENT, I kind of told, I realized, oh, some of these things are not normal. So I told one of my attendings and he said, all right, well, let's get an MRI and a hearing test. And my hearing test was technically normal. And my MRI was normal. Well, there's a difference between a CT and an MRI. So MRI was looking for things like tumors, acoustic neuroma, schwannoma, and I didn't have any of that. And so it was, it was fine at the, at the time it was fine. So after my second child was born, it was like a bomb went off and it went from hearing my heartbeat to, I could hear my eyeballs. I could hear my joints move. Like if I turned my head, I could hear it. I could then literally feel my voice. So when I describe this to people, I mean, it's like, what are you literally, what are you talking about? Because you sound like a psych patient. I mean, you sound insane. So I could hear all these things. And then the way, because then the bone had fully split open where your brain is sitting. Like when I would speak, the vibration of my voice would make the room move and I could feel my voice like vibrating my face. And it was causing vestibular migraines Mm -hmm. and I couldn't even, I was on multiple medications. I was on the migraine diet. I mean, all of these things, I literally did absolutely everything that any physician asked me to do. I did it. And I mean, I was on Topamax, which if anybody's ever taken Topamax, you have trouble with your memory. You have trouble with word recall. It's, it gives you a fatigue that's inexplicable. I mean, so Mm -hmm. I felt terrible. Um, but one day in clinic, I was describing, like, I think I sneezed and I had to, like, grab onto the desk because things like that would make me really dizzy. Sound would make me really dizzy. Sound was actually painful. 
So I just retreated into this like shell of myself. I mean, I was super depressed. I had two young, young children. Christmas time was a nightmare. I mean, I was like, please don't, like, I can't. I mean, I, I, it was awful. I felt insane. I felt horrible. So I, I sneezed at work, grabbed onto the table, and one of the attendings was like, oh, maybe you have a dehiscence, you know, because he's just this like brilliant whatever guy, like kind of wandering past me. And he was right. Um, so I got a CT, got diagnosed. And ended up ultimately going to Johns Hopkins for the surgery, even though we have one of the top 10 departments in the country. But just because it's weird to have your friends take care of, you know, in that capacity. And they, I mean, they didn't want to, they wouldn't have wanted to operate on me. I knew that we had very frank conversations about it. So Mm -hmm. I went to Hopkins, had a craniotomy, got it fixed and feel totally normal. Great. I have the same condition on the other side. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but it's unlikely that anything will happen. But if it does, I mean, i I hop on a plane to Baltimore tomorrow and get it fixed. And it was fine. Uh, um, I mean, so I took two months off of work. Yeah. I mean, my job, my my attending could not have been more wonderful or gracious. Um, It it was incredible. But, you know, so we, my friends and I, some of our really close friends, every year we do a New Year's trip together. We go Mm -hmm. to the beach. And that year we had decided to do, like, what's your word for I guess that would be 2019 mm-hmm. and mine was dependence mm. because I just, you know, I was like, I'm going to have to be really dependent on y'all, uh, on my family, on my husband. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm so independent. I mean, I yeah. feel like I do a million things, wear a million hats and I just, it's mm-hmm. very hard. I'm very controlling, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's I part that. of just, I feel like what makes me able to do those things. I'm like, well, cause mm-hmm. I'm in control of it all. Which is oh yeah. True. I mean, I'm not in control at all, but, um, so dependence, which was, was Mm -hmm. really difficult, but also really sweet, you know? Hey y'all. Brooks here. So this was a part that was super echoey that I had to cut out, but this was just basically where I was talking to Claire about how much a gift it is when you are a friend and you're invited into the space of helping and serving and walking alongside another Friend, it's a blessing. And here's what she said. It's a blessing. It is. Yes, it is a blessing. When people ask you, I have a friend who we're back in a small group together and we were talking about this and she went through multiple miscarriages Mm -hmm. and I got this message from her. I didn't even know she was pregnant again. And she said, I had another DNC today. Like, I know if I reach out to you, you'll bring us dinner. And I just like wept because I was like, what an honor. Yeah. What a blessing to me that she feels like, and she feels the total opposite that she was like, you're a blessing to me. I'm like, no, Heather, that is such an honor that you feel like I'm a person who you can reach out to and we'll bring you a meal. But I mean, I, people came out of the woodwork. I got, you know, little care packages from college friends that I didn't even know they knew what was going on, you know, and my high school friends sent, you know, flowers and pajamas and just stuff, you know, another friend of mine that lives in Memphis flew to Baltimore. It's me again. This part just got way too echoey. You couldn't understand the words, but it was so good. And this was where Claire was just basically talking about how she had a sweet friend who flew to Baltimore After her brain surgery, when she and her husband were basically confined to their Airbnb or their hospital room for two weeks, and her friend just came to be with her, just to spend time with her. And 
It made me think of, I remember specifically growing up, my family and I were on vacation in February. I think it was President's Day weekend. And my grandparents would always take us on a mountain vacation that weekend because we were off from school. And my grandpa had a massive heart attack and was extremely critical and in the ICU for days and could not be transported back to Georgia. We were in Tennessee, and he couldn't be transported back to Georgia because he was super so critical. And I will never forget, even as a little girl, I remember this, but people from my hometown and our community, family, friends, our pastor, literally drove up to Tennessee, outside of Gatlinburg, which was several hours from my hometown, rented hotel rooms, and were present with my family. And goodness, my goodness, that is the most expensive slash priceless gift that you can ever give somebody is the gift of your presence. I will never forget that. And I know that that's super hard to do in this crazy world that we live in. We have work and kids and obligations. But when you can give the gift of your presence to a friend or a loved one, man, it is unlike anything else. And it's healing and it's powerful and it's beautiful. So yeah, anyway, that was really cool. And the other thing that Claire just basically shared was you know, how much it meant to her that her community stepped in in a season where she couldn't even hardly stand the sound of her kids laughing or shrieking or crying because it hurt physically so badly. And we talked about, you know, what it looks like to have so much physical pain that it leads to depression, to anxiety, and to thoughts that you never thought you would think. Um, And so if that is you, if you are experiencing physical or mental pain that is so intense and so immense that it's hard to put one foot in front of the other, I am so sorry, first of all, but secondly, and this is what Claire even iterated in our conversation, I would encourage you, one, advocate for yourself. Get answers. Go see providers who are going to listen and who aren't just going to dismiss you. Two, tell somebody, not just healthcare people and professionals. Tell your people, tell your family, your close friends, whatever that looks like. Include your circle because you are not made to suffer and struggle by yourself. If anything, it makes it that much worse. We need each other. You're going to hear me preach that over and over again. And number three is receive help, both from healthcare professionals and from your circle. Let them serve you. You know, I say all the time, it is a gift when you are asked as a friend or a loved one to step in and walk alongside and serve somebody that you love so dearly who is struggling. And I always say, guess guess what? You have either in the past or you will in the future repay them for that. And even if you can't, guess what that is? A beautiful picture of grace 
It really is. And this is just a personal example, but about seven years ago, my dad, my daddy is what I call him, was really experiencing some very scary slash terrifying health issues that were interfering greatly with his quality of life. And we thought possibly we're going to honestly interfere with his quantity of life. And he obviously let us know what was going on, but also let his doctors know. And honestly, wasn't getting a lot of answers just in general because it was just tests were coming back normal. Things were normal, but he was clearly deteriorating. And somebody who never complains and is never sick and wasn't looking for a handout or, um, you know, attention, it was real. It was so real. And we decided that, you know, it was time to do even more advocating. And he allowed his family and friends to step in and say, listen, this is enough. Enough is enough. You are suffering. This is not okay. We're going to do something about it. And yes, we checked him in to the emergency room at the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida, which is two and a half hours to three hours south of where my parents live. And for an entire week, he had a team of specialists who were running tests, who were digging in, trying to find answers. But guess what? He did get some answers and he is receiving treatment. And it is amazing how much better he is doing today, seven years later. And I'm so thankful, A, that he he told somebody, B, that he received help, and C, that he advocated for himself and let us advocate for him. Let, you know, me as a healthcare person advocate for him and not just take everything is fine for an answer. Um, so, yeah. That's my two cents on that. Now, let's just kind of fast forward to our conversation with Claire. I asked her about her role now, not only with Dabble Co., we'll talk about that in a second, but I asked her about the Skin Click, which is incredible. It is a female-founded concierge aesthetic slash dermatology clinic that comes to you and treats you in your house or at your office or wherever regarding your skincare needs. So here's her giving a little bit more about that. So we go to people's homes or like your office if you yeah. wanted to, if you were working and you said, can you come to my office at two o'clock today? So we were, I know it, and we we're started by a female physician. So we were started by Dr. Sarah Allen and she um, kind of what we were talking about earlier, she and she was like, why, why do I have to be nine to five in an office, mm-hmm. you know, and everything is going concierge, we come to you. I yeah. mean, we can do in home acute care now. Yes. Right. In home acute care. So crazy. why not Botox? Yeah. I mean, Botox is a simple injection, simple meaning like not everyone should do it, but it's, it's not a sterile procedure, yeah. which we still do sterile procedures in the home. Yeah. We do home wound vets, you know, pick lines, everything, mm-hmm. um, can be done in the home. So we are, um, 
fully equipped with resuscitative equipment. We All our injectors travel with all of that. Wow. So there's nothing essentially that we don't have with us. So we carry like sterile cavi wipes. So we like wipe everything down and we use a drape and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of life-changing, I think, for a lot of people who either are super nervous to go to a doctor's office or don't have time or they want to be with a friend or a family mm-hmm. member or do any of that together. Um, and that's what, that's what we offer. So the next cl- question for Claire was, what do you recommend that we do to get our skin looking good, flawless, young, dewy? You know, all the things that we're striving for, especially when you turn 30, you could care less about being as tan and more about being less wrinkled. <laughs> so here's what she said. What I tell all of my Botox patients is if you are not wearing sunscreen, mm. take your Botox money and light it on fire <laughs> because nothing is going to age you like the sun. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I think it was Jennifer Garner that gave a graduation speech recently and was like, nothing looks as good in your fifties as sunscreen. What is it? Nothing looks better in your fifties than sunscreen in your twenties. Yep. Okay. So first of all, thanks making Georgia had a membership to the tanning bed when I was in high school in Georgia too. And also like, mom, what were you thinking? (laughs) My parents are not like that. Like we were, they were very strict. Like we, it's not like we were just roaming around. I mean, I'm baffled when I look at that. I'm like, mom, please. So tanning bed membership when I (laughs) was in high school and then all through college, thankfully I did stop tanning. I think after college. So, uh, I mean, but still, you know, you're, melanoma chances are oh yeah gosh what is it uh 20 times higher i think if you've had if you've ever been in a tanning bed i mean i'm i'm definitely getting melanoma anyway yeah so so sunscreen if you're not wearing sunscreen don't even bother bother. getting botox don't even bother Mm -hmm. but so sunscreen there's then there's something called the holy trinity Mm -hmm. which is super easy for people you don't have to have a 17 step skincare regimen so the holy trinity of skincare is sunscreen, vitamin C, Mm -hmm. and a retinoid. Mm -hmm. Um, So sunscreen and vitamin C in the morning and then a retinoid at night. And those are the top three um, anti-aging things Mm -hmm. that we can do. So retinoids are basically just like a fancy vitamin A Mm -hmm. and they will cause the skin, um, they'll cause cellular turnover, which basically causes that top kind of dead, dull layer of the skin to fall Mm -hmm. off. And then, which we want to happen. And Mm -hmm. then in the morning, you're putting on that vitamin C antioxidant serum to, um, help regenerate, fight free radicals, regenerate collagen and all that. And then you protect it with SPF. Love it. Okay. You heard the girl. Sunscreen is the number one thing. Oh my goodness. All the years that I spent in the tanning bed or lathering up with baby oil on the beach in high school and college. If I could go back and do it all over again, I totally would. I would, I just pinch myself thinking about that now. Oh, makes me sick. Anyway, Skylar and I were in Athens a couple of weekends ago, down about to go eat downtown, and we pulled in to you know one of the parking slots downtown by a group of college girls, and I was paying for our parking meter, you know, right beside them as they were paying for theirs, and one of the girls that was with them said to the other, "Girl, you're so tan. What have you been doing? You look good." And of course, the girl said, "Oh, I've been going to the tanning bed, girl. I just got my membership a couple of weeks ago. I've been going every day." Oh my goodness. And of course, the five others chimed in and were like, Oh, I just got my membership today. They're offering a discount right now. And I literally looked at them and I was like, Y'all, just don't do it. Don't do it. Trust 
me. I am 10 years older than you. And if I could go back, that would be one of the number one things that I would change about what I did in college. And of course they were like, oh yes, ma'am. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yes, ma'am. We needed to hear it. And I was like, see, you're calling me ma'am because I look way older than you because I was in the tan bed (laughs) when I was your age. Anyway, whatever. Shaking my head, just even thinking about it. The other thing I want to say about this is if you're pregnant, the recommendation for your skincare regimen does change a little bit because we don't recommend using a retinoid or retinol um, during pregnancy. But, you know, these things really can make such a difference in your skin. I've been following this regimen for a while now, and I can tell such a difference. So the next thing I asked Claire was about types of skincare products and what to spend your money on, what maybe not to spend your money on. And she breaks it down so beautifully and it gets so echoey in the room that we were in that I just couldn't, you you wouldn't be able to make out half the things that she was saying. So here's the first part. And then I'm going to just talk through everything else that she said because it's it's good. And If you want to know more, just follow her on DabbleCo. She just posted something about this very thing today. So there's three. This is kind of how I explain it to people. There are are three categories. Okay. There is drugstore skincare. Yep. Totally fine. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Okay. So she's basically saying here that drugstore skincare products, can be great. They are widely available at most drugstores and supermarkets. Target's my favorite. <laughs> and they can contain ingredients that are still helpful, that we still, you know, use and can make a difference in our skin, but they are certainly at lower concentrations. They might contain more fillers, more chemicals, more maybe more irritating or more fragranced, but they're less expensive. And sometimes you can get a really great you know, good product at your local drugstore. You can think like Neutrogena, Olay, some of these are drugstore skincare lines. The next line of skincare products available are medical grade. And medical grade is only available through purchase from a healthcare provider. And some you actually have to have a prescription for, think Retin-A or Hydroquinone or things that just require a much higher ingredient percentage. And medical grade skincare products and skincare lines are often much more studied. They have less fillers. The potency is much higher in regards to the active ingredients in comparison to your um, drugstore and your luxury skincare lines, which we'll talk about in a second. But medical grade is often much more expensive than your drugstore. Sometimes you get an amazing product, you get what you pay for, and sometimes not always. So there are some things that are worth splurging on and some things that you probably can get over the counter. Um, For instance, one of my things that I love that I do think is worth spending the medical grade money on is a vitamin C serum. And you can use that even when you're pregnant. So I love vitamin C serum. But these are brands like Zio, Abaji, Skin Better. Um, So that's medical grade. And then the next is luxury. So luxury can be widely available as well. It also can contain ingredients that are helpful and totally fine. However, um, 
with luxury, you are really paying for the branding because the potency of the active ingredient is going to be the same as your drugstore because it's not medical grade. Um, And so, you know, you're paying more for sure, but not for a higher potency. And that is just definitely where your medical grade comes in in regards to if you're looking for, you know, targeting fine lines and wrinkles or acne or scarring or discoloration, your your medical grade is going to be your gold standard for potent products that you really can see a difference. Now, not to say with drugstore and luxury that you're not going to see a difference, but it just won't be as profound as you would with most medical grade because of the regulations that surround medical grade and the um, the potency that you get with those active ingredients. Now, with luxury, you certainly may be paying for less fillers and less chemicals, but it's hard to know. And you just have to trust the company that you're purchasing from, and you have to be willing to spend as much, if not more money, than you would on medical grade. And so that is exactly what Claire said, and I'm just iterating her words, but I certainly you know, have learned a lot from her and from my friend Kaylin, who is a cosmetic PA and from Jordan Harper and some of the skin gurus um, in regards to skincare. And I will say, I certainly have seen a difference. Now, does that not go to say that I buy drugstore skincare stuff? Yes, I do. I just choose what to spend my money on. And we'll talk about that on another episode. So we are going to close out with Claire talking about our favorite things. And this is one of my favorite parts. Here we go. Okay. So I just got like an adult wallet. Yeah. And I brought it home and my husband was like, what the hell is that? Like you're a 75 year old woman. Cause it's, it's quite large, but I had had like this, just like a little small card wallet forever. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just felt like it was time to step into a big girl wallet that would hold a checkbook, just like it's yeah. 1997 <laughs> and all my various things. So I'm very into my adult, adult wallet. wallet. I love yeah. Speaking of checkbook. So in the town that I grew up in, in Millen, mm-hmm. everybody still pays in checks. Nobody has so Baffling. <laughs> What do you do with a check? Do you cash it? Like, I don't even know what to do with know. it. But it, my mom balances her checkbook. Mine does too, with a pen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Physically. And she doesn't have online banking because yeah. she's like, well, that's how they're going to steal your identity. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, they're going to steal your checkbook, yeah. not your identity. Like, what? Oh, my sister-in-law is 25, I think. She and my, my brother's 20. Oh, she might be 20. Good Lord. I don't know how old they are. But, um. <laughs> Tyler's like, are y'all almost done in the world? But she just moved to Millen when she married my husband from uh-huh. Savannah. And she told me this weekend, she was like, I had to get a checkbook. To do what? I mean, oh my gosh, it's so weird. So funny. Anyway. Okay, so mine was my vitamin C serum. You're going to hear me talk about it all the time, but I love it. And Claire asked me what I'm using now, and it's Abaji, but I'm going to switch to Zio next time when I run out of this because that's what everybody's telling me. I think they're all good. They're medical grade, 
Mine is 20%. It does tingle a little bit when you put it on your face, but oh my goodness, it is making, I can tell such a difference. It's like it just promotes collagen growth it, and it lasts a long time. I mean, it's, it's, it's expensive, but it lasts a long time. Like it really does. And I just love putting it on my face. It like wakes me up, makes me feel good. So that's one of my favorite things. Um, okay, so another favorite thing, it's funny, this sounds like a Zio ad, and I'm not mad about it, but um, my Zio, two products that I added recently, I was using another scrub of theirs, but I switched to their exfoliating polish, uh-huh. which you can use every day. It feels like magical unicorns have like danced across your face. And then I just also added their enzymatic peel, which you can do at home and you leave it on. It's glycolic acid. It's magical. It's papain, which is um, papaya extract and then glycolic acid. And you leave it on for like an hour and then do the rest of your routine and go to sleep. Oh my gosh. I mean, my skin looked amaze okay. the next morning. I need to get it was some really of this too. I'm going to do it tonight, actually. I'll give you a second. Okay. Come by my house before you leave. I'll give you so many samples. I love them. Okay, my next favorite thing is this book called Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. Oh, my goodness. I love it so much. It is about stopping the spiral of toxic thinking. And it's almost like a very good healthy, intensive counseling session in a book for like 12 bucks. And it's just so good. I actually bought it because I work part-time in the correctional setting. And one of the things I was just noticing about the women that I see was that they believe lies and they just start thinking toxic thoughts and I was like, I really want to be equipped to talk through this with them even more. And I would love to give them this book, but I want to make sure that, you know, I've, I've read through it and I feel comfortable giving it to them. So I started reading it and I'm like, nope, I need this just as much as them. This is for me. It's so good. So anyway, yeah, that's my one of my favorite things right now that I'm loving. If you haven't read it, get it. Listen to her podcast called Made for This. It kind of walks through a lot of the stuff that she talks about in the book. So good. Okay. And the reason why I'm recording this separately is because every time I talk, it's super echoey. And when Claire talks, it's it's better. So yeah. Let me think of another favorite thing right now. Um... So, this is funny. I am like very into my Thrive Market orders right now. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. My best friend's obsessed. I need to try this. I mean, I've had a membership for a long time, but for some reason right now, I'm like very into it. I think because they have little niche things that I like. We like the Bonza noodles that are made of chickpeas. Oh, and Bonza. Oh yeah, they're good. There's tons of fiber and protein. Okay. Um, and so, and my kids will eat, you know, their noodles, yeah. and I'm like, well, jokes on you because yeah. it's a, a bean. <laughs> but they make little alphabet ones, and you can only find it on Thrive Market. Oh, wow. Anyway, I don't mean nothing specific. I'm just like very into, into it. Thrive. 
Okay, y'all, we go on and on, so I'll spare you all the details, but the main, the biggest ones that were left were a handheld milk frother that I got for super cheap on Amazon, a real bathroom mirror because apparently Claire has gone without one for quite a while, and the last was Thrive Cosmetics Lash Extensions, which are incredible comes in a mascara tube you put it on over your mascara and it triples the length and the volume of your eyelashes and it's amazing what girl doesn't want that right (laughs) this is a side note but the best mascara that I've ever found is L'Oreal so and I know because Jancy Brinson my mama has basically a Sephora closet in her bathroom and I've tried all of her mascaras and none of them top L'Oreal. So go get you some L'Oreal. I'll post a picture of it on Instagram and go get you some Thrive Cosmetic Lash Extensions and you will be set. (laughs) Y'all, thank you so much for following along today. I know there were some parts where the sound quality wasn't great, but I enjoyed my conversation with Claire so much that I didn't want to throw it out. And I still think that there were so many great parts to what we talked about that I was able to share with you. I know we went super deep at the beginning and then lightened it up at the end and talked about skincare and products and things that we're loving. And I just love that. I love being able to go deep. I love being able to be really serious, but I also love being able to laugh and lighten it up a little bit and, you know, talk about girl stuff that we're loving. So thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for following along. You can find me on Instagram at Girl Health Co. or at Brooks B. Vaughn underscore NP and Claire at Dabble Co. Go show her some love. Give her a follow. You're going to love everything that she posts and everybody that she highlights. She is just doing a great work. She is just as cute and adorable and funny and fun in person as she sounds on here. So yeah. Go follow her, befriend her, give her some love, tell her thank you for what she's doing, and meet us back here next week. I've got something good in store for you. Thanks, guys.